what's the better way to enter Mordor? Simply walk in? Or a more complicated manner? <laughs> Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. A comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey, thanks for joining Pick a Side, Stupid. Recorded live at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. So come down and join us sometime. Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 7 p.m. Friday nights. And we also have a Monday night stand-up comedy show at Maggie's Lounge at 8 p.m. So come down and join us any Monday night at 8 p.m. for stand-up comedy. This week, we are talking about Lord of the Rings. So our categories this week, all the questions will have to do with these things. Uh, It will either be hobbits, weapons, magic, villains, or wild card. Um, So what I'm going to do tonight, instead of uh, explaining anything about the movie, is I'm going to bring up an expert about Lord of the Rings. And yeah, and they're gonna kind of fill in some gaps. If you're not a, like a big Lord of the Rings person, maybe they can like let you know a little bit more about it. Everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to come and talk about the uh, the, the club, as we call it. Sean, you don't know anything about the books? I don't. That's a shame. All right, so it starts out this small, this little guy lives in the dirt. <laughs> All right, and then his uncle or his cousin, I'm not sure. I don't understand these people's relationships with each other, you know, because they, I don't, I don't want to, no spoiler alerts, but these aren't humans. They're not like you and me. I don't know. They probably have feelings, but who gives a fuck, you know? So his uncle gives him this ring, and then, like, later on, his grandfather's like, I don't think this is even real gold. You should bring this ring back to the store that came from. And he's like, I don't even have a receipt, uh, grandfather. He doesn't call him grandfather. They speak in a different language. All right, so then they go on an adventure. I forget what happens next, but then when I came back, oh, there was fire. You guys know what a volcano is, right? You guys are familiar with Mount St. Helens. So they go to Mount St. Helens. I mean, it's funny, but it is kind of dangerous. So... Let's not laugh too hard. There are people who are still affected by it. Oh, and then, and uh, you're following along so far, right? And then in the darkest depths of Mordor, I met a girl so fair. But Gollum and the evil one crept up and slipped away with her. her, But I would like to say, anybody does fucking Smeagol's voice on this fucking stage and you're out of here. I got no patience for your bad Gollum. I don't know if I can make a rule like that, but can we do that? Well, rule All right, so in the second movie. <laughs> seriously, how many people in there have seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Wow. I don't even think they were theatrically released, so that's pretty impressive that a whole room of... Thanks, Bill. No, I'm not done yet. Let me just finish. Let me get to the finish at the end. Guys, remember, in the end, though, there's no heroes. Bill McMorrow, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. If you didn't know anything about Lord of the Rings now, you are fully informed. You're caught up. The first debate we'll hear will be between Dan Reardon and 
Alex Maslow. Dan, do you want to go first or second? I'll keep it going with first. First, okay. So you can pick magic, villains, or hobbits. Magic. Okay. Your question is from Sarah Morgan. Uh, she asks, what's the better way to enter Mordor? Simply walk in? <laughs> or a more complicated manner? <laughs> uh, knowing what I know about Morthor... <laughs> I'd say, I think you got to come in from, you got to like rappel down from the roof. It's, 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 it's uh, yeah, it's tight, tight security in that place for sure. Yeah. Uh, don't bounce a check at that point. It's similar, I feel like it's similar to a bank in that uh, a lot of guys in loose fitting suits walking around. I, You know, don't, you know. <laughs> I like how the picture you paint as Mordor is just a bad neighborhood. We know one does not simply walk into Mordor, but two, two can. If you have a buddy system, you're going to get in there. And you're just going to walk on by, and you're going to be high-fiving everyone. They're going to be thrilled to see you. You're going to wear the right colors so you don't get shot up. It's dark colors the whole time, all year round. And once you have walked in, and you haven't repelled, and you have to recover your equipment, and then have to make sure that, like, it was working in the first place, but your feet, they're going to work, and you're going to walk right in. It's going to be glorious. You're going to have a great time. Come to Mordor. Come for the fire. Stay for the uh, very, very, very rocky ground. So I'm going to hand the win to Alex Maslow. Our next debate will be between Robbie Goodwin and... Theo Constantino. Your question is going to be about villains either way, but Robbie, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Theo, uh, your question is, you work in HR, and you just got two applications for the same position. Which person do you want to hire based on their name alone? Wormtongue or the Witch King? I would hire the Witch King, because Wormtongue, that's way too sexual, especially for someone in HR. <laughs> Have you ever met anybody in HR? You do one little thing, and they're just like, that's not right. That can't. Uh, Witch King, that sounds like somebody that just got fired. Ah, fuck. I, I know I'm blowing this. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Worm tongue is just weird. Why is it, man? Why a worm? That's a skinny tongue. That's like a really weird, skinny, slimy. It's like segmented. It's just. And why? What did he lick to make his tongue a worm? The witch king's a king. He has a he has a house. Uh. Okay, so here's why I'm going worm tongue if I'm the boss, all right? First of all, 
Sounds like a name you could yell when you're mad, you know? Worm tongue, get in here! You know what I mean? It's like an old timey, you know, fucking he's dropping his briefcase, like, I'm sorry, sir, you know? <laughs> what a great person to just emotionally abuse if you're a boss. And you need one, you need one in an environment, uh, you know what I mean? And uh, by the way, I think that he was born with the name Worm Tongue. Witch King gave that name to himself. So fuck, yeah, bro, I'm the fucking Witch King, you know? I don't want that guy around. He's harassing. I know it, you know? He's calling himself the Witch King. That guy's getting me too I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> All right? Five employees allege. Anyway, but look, my point is, Worm Tongue, he keeps to himself. He's probably works in social media, you know, and uh, I could yell at him. So that's why I'm hiring Worm Tongue. <laughs> yeah, I like that you made the Witch King sound like an 80s lifter at Gold's Gym. <laughs> A guy like that would give himself the name Worm Tongue. It's like, oh yeah, ladies really like me. My name's Worm Tongue. <laughs> The Witch King did some serious shit. He's good at his job to be called that. He got a ton of people to call him that. Are you kidding me? Where, dude, I, <laughs> why, why is he called that? There's no way he was born Dad. with a worm. Why would someone name themselves Worm Tongue as like a sexual, like no one's like, oh, he was so good. He went down on me and he was just like a worm with his, <laughs> <laughs> with his tongue. <laughs> he didn't give that shit to himself. He'd be like horse cock or some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> if that's what he wanted. No, he was born with it. He was born this way, Lady Gaga style, and there's no, uh, and, but, but what you see is what you get with Worm Tongue. Witch King's hi hiding some bullshit. Probably is a secret son that he's overcompensating for with his dumbass name. And by the way, he John. does work at Equinox. <laughs> All right, lots of good points here, but I got to hand the win to Robbie Goodwin. Our next debate will be between Emma Schmidt and Kate Nee. All right, next up in the final debate of the gauntlet round, everybody please welcome Kate Nee. Okay, Emma, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Kate, you can pick hobbits, villains, or wild cards. Oh, I get to pick? Yep. Wait, I get to pick what? Hobbits, wep hobbits villains, or wild cards. Ooh, villains. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Your question is from May Keith. She asks. It's a long one. It is a long <laughs> one. A <laughs> lot of questions for May this week. A um, <laughs> lot of words. I had to cut them down a little sometimes. Okay. Your question is, you're an evil disembodied eye keeping watch over your kingdom. You see, a, you see giant eagles flying towards your realm. Do you shoot them down and interrogate them? Or notice they seem to be flying directly for your evil volcano. So let this thing play out and see what happens. Did you catch any Don't of that? Don't start the time yet. Repeat. I see them coming. And you what see are, giant e Yes. And then eagles what are my coming. choices? It's very You can shoot long them down. Day. It's very long. It's basically, you can shoot down the eagles, yep. or you can just let them go to your, e your evil volcano. Okay. So I just want you guys to know I picked villain because I married a villain. Are you, you're like indicating like you married me right now. No, no, no. That's what Sorry. it looks like. 
That's like what it looks yeah. like you look like somebody you're saying. Else, somebody, somebody else did that, and from whom I'm now divorced, so I really love to talk about it. Um, so, okay, if I were the I and the Eagles are coming, um, I have to say I'm going to let this thing play out because nothing interesting has been happening for a super long time. I've been watching everything. It's so fucking boring. I know everything. I can see the future, the people, the trolls, the blah, 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 blah. And like, but the Eagles are a surprise. So let's see where it goes. Um, okay, I'm going to take them down and interrogate them just because I want to know what Eagles talk like. <laughs> How Do they communicate in cause? Or do they have like an actual language? Or like, do they speak English? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to know like what their like motive is. I want to know like what, what they dream about. What are their goals? Their inspirations. I don't know. I, w I think I just want to know everything about the Eagles. I don't even care about the evil whatever volcano. I just, <laughs> I just like want to know more about the Eagles. That, that was awesome. <laughs> that was really good. Um, the only problem is you're an eye. <laughs> like not an ear. So... Like, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a great idea. I'd hate to see it end that way. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, it was a good show, and I ruined it. So that was it. Time. Okay, so the eye, it's like, it's all seeing, but it's also like, do you, like, it talks to, like, Frodo in his head. It's like, oh, I see you. And he's like, oh, my God, you do. Um... <laughs> Like, if he can speak, I assume that he knows, like, how to listen. <laughs> I think. Um, so that's my point. I just, <laughs> I say I can listen. <laughs> All right, a lot of good points here. <laughs> it's tough to choose, but I got to hand the win to Katenie. <laughs> they all clapped when you said the air thing. I did totally win, though. Okay. Um, Kate, you can have a seat, because you're going to come back down for the bracket round later on. Okay. Now, we're on to the bracket. So, first up tonight, everybody, please welcome Tyler Derniak and Zach Jones. Tyler, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay. Zach, you can pick Hobbits or Wild Card? Wild Card. All right. Your question is from, guess, Maykeith. Oh, man. There we go. This is going to be one of those you should have read the book questions, <laughs> isn't it? I was basically like, I want a week off. I'm just going to have May write the show this week. <laughs> Let's do Lord of the Rings. Okay, your question is from A. Keith. She asks, you just got the object of your deepest desire, but then you immediately fall into a volcano. <laughs> Was it worth it, yes or no? There is a famous saying 
it is better to have loved and lost than have never loved before. And I think that also applies to it is better to have got the thing you wanted and burned horribly in a volcano <laughs> than to never have gotten it. Do you know how happy Gollum was as he was falling to his death? He was pretty satisfied. Do you know who doesn't get the thing that they've most wanted all of their life? Like pretty much everybody. That's pretty much the human experience to not get it. So I'm going to skew away from that and I'm going to get what I want and then I'm going to die and I'm going to die happy. Like, you, you want to be able to enjoy the things that you've wanted. If you, if you lose it immediately and yourself immediately, and then you don't, you don't have that, you don't have any sense of enjoyment. Like, there's nothing after death, right? <laughs> so, like, if, if, you, if you die and then there's just nothing, then what was the point of even getting it? I want the things that I've always wanted. Hockey jerseys. And if I died, I wouldn't be able to wear them, especially in a volcano, they'd burn up. I don't want to die. Yes, in the Lord of the Rings movies, there is nothing after death. Oh wait, there's a ghost army that shows up in the third movie. Clearly you can do something else like join the ghost army. So I will get what I want, I will be very happy and join the ghost army. Seems like a pretty satisfying life. And the ghost army seemed like really important. I don't like, I guess the ring was important too but they really needed Time. those ghosts. All right, GoArmy.com. That was a great recruitment pitch. <laughs> no, but GoArmy is the recruiting website. But anyway. Also, I thought this was a Joe versus the volcano question. One person also saw that movie. But, like, if I'm not going to join the army in real life. I'm not going to join the army in post-life. I'm not that noble. And I Time. can't run it. <laughs> All right. I gotta hand the win here to Zach Jones. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome May Keith and Pete Andrews. May, do you want to go first or second? Second. Pete, you can pick anything but weapons. Go wild card. Wild card, okay. Your question is from Lauren Palana. She asks, worst aspect of your dwarf army? The fact that all their names rhyme? <laughs> or that they burst into song every few minutes? <laughs> it's definitely that all of our names rhyme. It's 110%. I mean, it's the second worst thing after when we leave the shield on the high shelf. <laughs> but, like, it's pretty bad. At least when we're singing, we're working together, we're cooperating, we're getting in formation. We are becoming one of Middle-earth's greatest fighting forces. But that's quickly undermined when 
everything is gimli, limli, simli, zimli. It, it's, it gets really hard, and there's a lot of hanging vowels out there. It, it's just confusing. So what I'm saying is, like, parents, be more creative. Maybe get a Skylar in there. I think the worst thing in the world is an army with a Skylar in it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Having all of your soldiers with rhyming names, that's a huge asset, all right? I have five siblings. My mom says like 11 names before she gets to mine. <laughs> and I feel better when she's like, K, May, because it rhymes, it's close, right? So if I'm going, to, I'm like, Feely, Keely, Oin, Gloin, Balin, Dwalin, like I'm getting closer and closer each time. And these are real people, you know? And um, all I'm saying is that Skylar's, I think we can all agree, that's more of an elf thing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> And uh, that's not what my army is fighting for, all right? Oh, I'm sorry. God forbid we bring a little progress to Middle Earth. You know, maybe some of us want to look to the future, not to the past like Mordor does. The dwarf army is a progressive army. We are willing to work with the different people of Middle Earth. You know, take a lesson from one of our greatest heroes, Gimli, who could drink with anybody, who could fight with anybody. And you know what? He was a lot better when he could go, hey, Aragorn, knock Time. down. Yeah, Gimli and his brother Dimli and their brother Gimli and their cousin Wimli. Um, these aren't real, but they could be. And that would be a strength in the army, all right? Having them burst into song, uh, whatever. Having rhyming names, yes. That's how you take over a world, through rhyme. That's what Dr. Seuss was all about. Also a fascist, also a racist. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm slightly disappointed that nobody broke into song, but <laughs> I'm going to hand the win to Makey. <laughs> Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Nick Martucci and Sarah Morgan. <laughs> Nick, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. And what category would you like? You can go with hobbits, villains, or magic. Uh, let's go with hobbits. Your question is from Pete Andrews. He asks, Sean Astin's most heroic role, Samwise Gamgee or Rudy? 100% Samwise Gamgee. Rudy didn't do anything. Rudy had his team, like, fake that he was a good football player to make him feel better. There's nothing heroic about that. In fact, that movie is full of villains. They tricked this guy into thinking he was good at football. That's mean. He's going to grow up thinking he's good at football. Samwise is a friend, a pal. He saves Frodo multiple times. Samwise is the kind of friend I want. Rudy is the kind of person I don't want to associate with because I don't want to hurt his feelings. I feel like that was just, like, really unnecessarily mean. <laughs> But also, like, Rudy has a chant, and, like, I want that. I want my friends to just cheer me on everywhere I go. And I don't care if they're lying to me, because I'm terrible at tons of things. So 
I just want to be surrounded by people that are just encouraging me to follow my endeavors that are sure to fail at some point in my life. But I live in the present, and right now I'm a fucking winner. <laughs> Samwise has a chant, too. He chants about potatoes. You bring up potatoes, Samwise is a happy guy. He's friendly. He's great to be with. Rudy, I don't, uh, he's, he's not a hero. Like, I don't want to take that from him. But if anything, he just, he's a guy who's trying. That's not a hero. A hero is somebody who will go into battle by your side and jump in your bed when you're done. I mean, I feel like Rudy would absolutely do that. <laughs> I mean, I you're just totally discounting his, like, loyalty. I feel like he's a very loyal guy. And also, like, what is smash them, boil them, put them in a stew. You're missing, like, the best things you can do with potatoes. And just, like, a good Rudy, Rudy is a much better chance. So just on that grounds alone, it's much better. Okay, I think I'm going to hand the win here to Sarah Morgan. Guys, I am completely impartial. It does not matter that it is my wife. Thank you. Mostly I was trying to get people to chant Sarah. Or at the very least get a slow clap going. But No, 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 no. You can't prompt a slow clap. It just has to happen. All right. Uh, so that is the end of round one. So let's read the questions that didn't quite make it into the show this week, huh? So our first question, of course, is for May Keith. She asks, Aragorn, Aragorn's uh, lived by the mantra that not all who wander are lost. Was he a basic bitch, yes or no? <laughs> uh, Nick Marchucci asks, what ring would be better to rule them all, a nipple ring or an onion ring? <laughs> Bill McMorrow asks, did Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers predict 9-11 a year and a half after it happened? May Keith has another question. It says, uh, give it to us raw and wringling. <laughs> you talking fish or fucks? <laughs> and then Eric Hingeldorf asks, if Gollum's other personality jerks him off, is it still masturbation or a hand job? All good questions, but on to round two. So first up in round two, everybody please welcome John Farrell and Zach Jones. Okay, John, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Zach, you can pick from villains, magic, or weapons. Magic. <laughs> okay, your question is from May Keith. Yeah. 
she asks, you're the dark, you're the new dark lord. What body part do you have sit atop your dark tower? And your options are, I'm keeping the standard eye, or I'm going to class it up, go with the brain. There's nothing classy about an exposed brain. <laughs> the eye is a classic symbol of power. Makes everyone know you're looking at them. That's why the Illuminati like to use it so much. It's a great symbol. You keep with the eye. It has tradition. A, a brain, like, you look like, if you just have, like, a brain as your symbol, you look like, like, uh... Like, like an off-brand Lumosity or something. <laughs> like, like it's like, oh, do these puzzles each day. It won't really help your brain, but we'll tell you that. That's what you seem like. No, the eye means power. It makes them know you're watching them, and you can see the things they're doing. Even that, even that I can see you doing, because I am all-powerful. You go with the brain to fool them. You know, you're the Dark Lord but you're trying to make them seem like you're actually nice. That's what you're doing. I mean, the eye, I mean also, with the brain, we're up in the production value. Not all these dark colors you see. We're getting some reds, some blues. It's going to be swell. We'll throw in a rainbow in there if we have to to make you think that he's not even that evil. That's what I'm going to do. The eye is old. I get it. You're watching me, but the brain, you know some stuff. <laughs> you know where the bodies are, but you're not telling people. The eye, that's just creepy. Give people a break, you know. I think they earned it. But you're always thinking. That's what you got to do. I've got a couple questions. Most importantly, what color do you think a brain is? But secondarily, if I have all of this power, why am I not flaunting it? Oh, I'm just going to have a brain so they don't know I'm evil. I'm just going to be sort of a neutral, passive guy with a big, dark tower emitting a symbol at the top. Yeah, that seems worthwhile. No. If you're evil, you should... T everybody who's evil right now should raise yeah. their hand. I don't, I don't think you should have to raise your hand there. I'm, I'm going to go against that. And I, I, I think that brains are pinkish. I'm not going to lie to you. But that new color scheme, that's going to be likable. It's not about what's right. It's about quality there. Someone's clapping. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it, we got color schemes. It's not about being correct. It's about being appeasing to the eye, which you want to do to the brain, though. The brain is a better one. It's a better body part. It's not even a body part. It's an organ. It's a far better organ. I think we can all agree. Um, I'm just rambling at this point. Just like the song that Led Zeppelin sang. And but if they have Time. their choice. John, I do like that you're trying to make it appealing. You know, it's like branding, uh, but it's unnecessary because he's evil. So I gotta hand the win to Zach Jones. Also, wanna point out that when uh, Zach said if you're evil, raise your hand. Nobody in here raised their hand except Bill McMorrow, which nobody could see because he's in the corner. Just in the shadows like a fucking weirdo. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome May Keith and Sean Rosa. Okay, May, do you want to go first or second? Second. Sean, do you want weapons or villains? V villains. 
Okay, your question is from David Thomas. He asks, you somehow become the king of witches. Do you resign your post to a woman? Or just apologize a lot? As the king of witches, I think I know what women want. And it's a guy who says that they're sorry a lot. Yeah, because you understand the female experience of un apologizing unnecessarily for nothing. You know, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm the witch king. I bump into like this mic stand and uh, I apologize to the mic stand. That's why I'm the king. Of the witches, right? What was the other thing? Or you could resign and, and give the post to a woman. No, that's stupid. <laughs> they don't want power. They just want apologies. Uh, as the Witch King, I would be a true ally, uh, not some performative bullshit with my... Uh, my toothless apologies. No, I'm gonna step up and I'm gonna make real change happen by letting female witches be the king, all right? That's, see, people, people don't understand, that's what Lord of the Rings was really about. It was, that's really, that's what he was talking about. He was talking about letting witches be kings. And it doesn't even make any sense because they don't live in their own monarchy. I think it's like a religion. Witchcraft, I wanna say, is a religion. Um, so I would resign my post, and I would hand it over to the women, and I would never apologize for anything. <laughs> oh, what? You think you know more about Lord of the Rings than me just because you know more about Lord of the Rings than me? Here's the thing. You get that giving the woman the Witch King place, that's not progress. That's just Fascism light. That's just a, a, a feminist fashion. Like, oh, now a woman is slicing up our village. No, abolish yeah. the... Yeah, I think it's about time that we let some women be truly, truly evil. For too long, we've been held back as nurturers and carers and the killers of the Witch King, like my girl, Eowyn. No, no, no. It's time to let women be evil and never, ever apologize for anything. Just resign your post and walk away. That's a message to the celebrities out there. Stop apologizing and just walk away. All right, I gotta hand the win here to May Key. All right, next up, everybody please welcome Liz, Esty, and Sarah Morgan. All right, so Liz, the question is gonna be about weapons no matter what, but would you like to go first or second? Um, I'll go second. Okay. Sarah, your question is from Ethan Diamond. He asks, is keeping a running tally of enemies you've murdered with your axe a fun and friendly way to do team building exercises? 
Or is it a crutch used to fight off one's own fear of death? I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, I already do that, so hopefully that's cool with everybody. Um, it's like behind the headboard in our bedroom. I just like, yeah. I was gonna tell you about it, but <laughs> no. I think it's it's a good way to like share what you're into with your friends, right? Like, we all want to like know more about each other. I can be like, look at all the people I've murdered with my axe. <laughs> want to hang out? Don't piss me off. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I also think it's um, a method to stave off fear of intimacy as well as fear of death. Because, um, like, you know, if you're a man and you, you're, or a dwarf rather, and you're carrying your axe and, like, you want to have a really deep and meaningful relationship with an elf, the only way you can do that is around violence. Um, Wow, I'm really on a violent theme tonight. Uh, that was not on purpose. Um, so yeah, I think fear of death, but also he's trying to distract himself from his deep burgeoning feelings for Legolas, so. I mean, I absolutely don't disagree with that, but like, I like to have a bubble of inapproachability around me at all times. Um, a lot of that because I commute on public transportation in Boston. But like axes could really help me out, I feel like. If I like maybe carried a picture of how many people I killed on the T and I was like, oh really? Do you wanna put your fucking headphones on, douchebag? I will murder you with my axes and then my friends and I will talk about it later and we will bond over that and we will all love it. Yeah, no, I mean, I can see why it would be fun, but, like, fear of death and fear fear of everything, really, is what <laughs> what makes the world go round, um, or rather, Middle Earth go static. <laughs> I don't think it revolves. Um, yeah, so, you know, um, that's that's really where, where I land on that. All right. I had to hand the win here to Sarah Morgan. Now I'm frightened of her. <laughs> Next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Laura Clark. <laughs> Bill, do you want to go first or second? Second. Laura, you can pick any category. Uh, hobbits, please. Hobbits. Okay, your question is, would you rather climb a mountain with a creature you don't trust and might kill you in your sleep, or with your out-of-shape best friend? So, Kate, I also was married to a villain. Um, and I didn't go hiking for seven years. Uh, I love hiking. Uh, I really want to hang out with someone who can keep up with me. Uh, and it's really difficult when that person's your best friend and you're frustrated, but you're like, oh no, like that's, that's cool, we'll stop again, we'll set up a fire, we'll make some potatoes, uh, <laughs> we'll go back, we'll go back home and listen to podcasts. Um, whereas if you don't trust the person you're with, they're keeping you on your toes, you know? Be that an elf or someone else you're supposed to never trust. Um, I'm spotty on the details, but 
I think, right? Like, and then also you want to impress them a little bit, and they're trying to impress you. You're going to get up that mountain is the point. So for Chan. sure. So I, so I want to, uh, I want to uh, go with my fat buddy. That's what I, am I, it was that, I want to, I want to go with my out of shape best friend and climb a mountain. Is that what, did you, you want to go with the person who could potentially kill you while you sleep? Oh, cool. That sounds like a fun time. <laughs> sounds like a good way to climb a mountain. Hopefully, well, I'm just going to take a nap and please don't kill me and then we'll finish climbing it tomorrow. Who sleeps when you climb a mountain? Get it fucking done and get home. Right? If they wanted you to sleep when you climbed a mountain, they'd put a fucking hotel up there. It's true. Hotels are in business for just that reason. They try to find people that need a bed, and then they provide a bed for those people. My fat friend likes to smoke weed, though. And I like to smoke weed, and I'm just as fat as my fat friend, so. He slows down, I slow down. He sits down, I sit down. I don't think we're in disagreement at all, um, right? Like, yeah, who sleeps? When, when you're trying to get up a mountain, especially if you're trying to destroy the thing that's going to turn all the races of Middle Earth against each other. Like, you want to get the fuck up that mountain, and if someone's like, I think I have heat stroke, uh, uh, it, it's not going to happen. They're like, oh, are we out of, we're out of Lay's potato chips. Like, Time. <laughs> First of all, heat stroke is not funny. People die from heat stroke. Second of all, I thought we were talking about the Blue Hills in Canton. I, didn't, I had no idea there was something up on top of this mountain that was going to kill us all. In that case, I still want to go with my fat friend who smokes weed because I'm fucking anxious now. They're gonna, we're going to get up there. What are we going to fucking do about this? What the fuck are we going to do about this? Fourth breakfast is what we're going to Guys, that's a callback to... I don't know. How much time do we got left? Guys, uh, have you voted for <laughs> Sean? All right, I don't want to. <laughs> There's a thing that's happening in the best of Boston. You guys probably aren't interested. Yeah. I mean, it's just you go online and you vote for him, and Sarah's going to come back if he wins. Time. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the win to Bill McMorrow. Okay, we're down to the final four. Everybody, please welcome May Keith and Zach Jones. May, would you like to go first or second? Okay, Zach, you can pick anything but hobbits. Okay. Just so you know, you can't say Final Four right now. They're looking to play oh, lawsuits right, right, right this so we second. Are, we are um, down to four debaters that are also the final people on the show. I think that, I think that, <laughs> I think that, best. no, don't, don't make more lawsuits. Um, um, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm feeling wild card. Okay. Your question is from Kyle Mangan. He asks, biggest win by technicality, a woman slaying the demon, quote, no man could kill, 
or Frodo destroying the ring by getting his finger bitten off. Well, destroying, getting his finger bit off was sort of a, a, a thing that happened on the side. The, the lava really did most of the work there, I believe. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the part where it's like, no man can defeat me, and she's like, I am no man. That's like a real technicality type thing, because we know what the men were. Like, they gave, they gave rings to the men. They didn't mean, there, there wasn't somebody who was just like, oh, uh, the women too. Like, it, it, we understand what they mean. These, it's a term for both a gender and a race in this context, so you don't need... I'm going to talk about the ghost uh, army again. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still confused because they seemed more important than the ring, right? Like, if the ring is the big thing, why fight the big battle, right? I don't get what's important about the ring if you still need to win a war. The war seems more important, right? They should call it Lord of the War, or we should Time. be... All right, well, we all know that prophecies live on technicalities, right? Macbeth found that out the hard way. Daenerys is going to find that out the hard way. And the witch king of Angmar found that out the hard way, all right? So, so that's, just, that's just a given, all right? So, uh, and then I guess I'm picking the other side of, oh, getting the finger bitten off. Yeah, Frodo was supposed to throw the ring into Mount Doom, and he didn't. He failed, you guys. The only reason that Middle-earth didn't get destroyed was because Gollum bit his finger off. Now, in regards to the ghost army, I just want to point out a couple of things. First of all, in the books, they only killed the people on the ships. They didn't actually engage in the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Secondly, the ring is way more important, all right? Mordor could have killed everyone in Minas Tirith, but that doesn't mean that the rest of the world is going to be destroyed. Zach cares more about the people of Minas Tirith than he cares about the rest of the planet. He's basically an elf racist, all right? Nerd! I'm wearing, I, I know I look like a nerd, but I'm wearing a basketball shirt, so that's how you know I'm not a, I'm not a nerd. Uh, I think, actually, I said before it should have been called Lord of the War, uh, but I think actually we should have just de debated Lord of War, the Nicolas Cage movie, uh, instead. And uh, I'm still still not convinced because the, the Macbeth thing is bullshit, Time. too. Uh, it's not bullshit, all right? Uh, he's wearing a jock-type thing, sports. Like, who does that? We're comedians and we're nerds. We're here for Lord of the Rings. I'm wearing a smog T-shirt, all right? In case you didn't notice, he's wearing some kind of basketball thing, and I think it's like college basketball, right? That's not even, like that's not even, I don't know. Nerds, all right, the time of the jock is over. The time of the nerds have begun. Tumor, Tumor New York says that. All right, I got to hand the one here to May Key. Next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Sarah Morgan. <laughs> Bill, it's not rigged. <laughs> Bill, you have just as good a shot as Sarah. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Bill, do you want to go first or second? Okay, uh, Sarah, villains, magic, or, you know what, villains or magic? I got rid of the weapons question. I'm very controlling. Magic. Magic? All right. Your question is, would you rather travel through a forest where the trees talk or a marsh filled with dead faces? trees and I do not like faces so <laughs> I'm gonna go with the trees um, I just I don't like people a lot <laughs> I mean you guys are great but like outside of this room like not very many I like your face you have a nice face Bill but if it was like staring up at me from under the water with like cold dead much like this I would not like it and I would much rather talk to a tree and it could lift me up onto his tree shoulder, carry me into battle majestically. Like, it would be tough at first, but we would come to um, an agreement where we were friends and we were going to be on the same side. Because I'm a tree person, not a people person. I don't like people either. What are we talking about? This sounds a lot like the Wizard of Oz that we're talking about. Is that what we're talking about? Trees that talk and have faces that nobody even likes? <laughs> what do I want to pick, Sean? Uh, I want to do the other thing. The marsh, w with, marsh with dead faces. In is it. that in, which movie is that in? Is that in Lord of the Rings? I believe it's The Two Towers. Anybody has seen Lord of the Rings? What movie are the, are the faces in? There's no faces in any of the other movies, guys. <laughs> There's no other face in the other... I'm at a loss. I don't, you know what? Let's talk about Game of Thrones. I've watched that more recently, and it's the same fucking thing, right? <laughs> Sean Bean's in both of them. What the fuck is going on? You know, I thought, I think his name should be Seen Bean, though. And I think you all agree with that. Sean, say something witty about that. I don't like Sean's face. There, I said it. I said it. This thing is Sean. rigged like a motherfucker. I like your face, Sean, oh. first of all. And also, in, Lord of, in, oh, in uh, Game of Thrones, they say a girl has no face, which is the way it should be. There should be no faces, only trees. But also, so the trees in Lord of the Rings are great, but it made me think of Harry Potter with the Whomping Willows. Because I, I get confused when I watch those movies, because sometimes I drink some box wine while we're watching movies to get ready for this show. And I get a little confused. But Time. No, Whomping Willows, what are we talking? Charlie and the Chocolate? <laughs> Charlie and the Wind and the Wall and the Willy Wonkas. Guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. Willy Wonka, fuck yeah! Why don't we debate that? Let's debate Willy Wonka right now. Fucking do over. You guys got another couple hours to hang out? What am I debating? I feel like this doesn't even make sense. I fucking, I didn't know anything that May said. Why am I even here? Time. All right, I have to hand the win to Sarah Morgan. Thanks for playing, Bill. Let me, get, let me Bill. just get off the stage, Mr.
misogyny is alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> that misogyny or the reverse misogyny? <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so, our final debate of the night will be now's the time to do it. Yes. May Keith versus Sarah Morgan. Okay. So, May, would you like to go first or second? Okay. Um, Sarah, your question is from May Keith. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, hold on. Listen to the question before you judge, because this had to make it onto the show. Okay. The question is more metal death in Lord of the Ring in the Lord of the Rings universe. Oh, I'm gonna mispronounce this. Shelob? Shelob's mother who consumed herself to death. Or Denethor? Denethor, who lit himself on fire, then jumped off a cliff. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that it's consuming yourself to death. Like, that's not really any concept. Like, I could light myself on fire and jump off of anything right now. And it's been done. Sorry. Like, I'm consuming yourself is very rarely. I mean, the Mobius snake did it. But also, like, I feel like it'd be pretty fucking badass. I mean, I would do it right now to impress you guys. But I don't, I don't care that much. So I'm just going to save it for another time. But I could if I wanted to, and now you all know that, so just like, just keep it in mind the next time you see me. I could fucking consume myself anytime I wanted to, so. Do you know who's consumed themselves to death? Every single person who ever died from starvation. All right, I'm sorry. If you're an ancient evil spirit in the form of a giant spider, uh, do something a little cooler than just dying of starvation, which is what eating yourself to death is. I mean, she did it in a more literal way, but she was like a god spirit. So, no, it's way more badass to set yourself on fire, run through the courtyard, and then jump off a cliff. You, like, you should lose control of your nerves pretty quickly when you set yourself on fire. Denethor didn't. He kept running, and he jumped off a cliff into battle. And the whole time, he was like, ah, oh, I was wrong. I almost burned my son alive. But it was pretty awesome. I mean, I think that probably, like, if I did enough meth, I could do that, though. Because when, when I was in D.A.R.E. in, like, sixth grade, they told us a story about how if you do meth and then you commit a crime, the cops will shoot you, like, hundreds of times, and you'll fucking just keep running. So, but like you probably couldn't keep eating yourself, so you have to be like a goddess to be able to do that. So I'd much rather do that again. And also like meth isn't really my kind of drug, so I don't want to have to like introduce that into the temple. Time. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like meth is a way more metal drug than being hungry. I mean, I, I don't know. I've, uh, I've never really done meth, and I'm hungry all the time. 
Um, and I don't think that I'm very hardcore like Denethor or Shelob, so I don't know. I think meth, fire, cliff, way better than going out into the desert and eating yourself to death. All right. Well, as you all know, there's no way that I could decide this on my own, so I need you guys to vote on it. Go into the Pick Aside Stupid group on Facebook, and at the top there will be a link to a poll where you can vote. It will be May Keith A, Sarah Morgan B. So if you want May Keith, you vote A. If you want Sarah Morgan, vote B. I will leave that open for about 15 more seconds. And then we'll close the poll, and we will see who won. OK. And the winner this evening is Makey. Thanks, May. Nice job. Everybody give it up for May Keith. That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that is our show for this week. Thank you for listening. Congrats to May Keith for winning this week. I want to give a big thank you to Matt Bedell for the artwork. You can check him out at Bedell was already taken on Instagram. He's always got cool stuff up there. And if you want to come down and join us sometime, we are at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. recording these shows live. So come down 7 p.m. Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, Friday night. And we just started a new stand-up comedy show at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. That's on Monday nights at 8 p.m. So come down and join us Monday nights, 8 p.m. at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. And if you want to find me on any other night of the week, Wednesday night I will be at the Four House in Boston in the basement. We got half-price chicken there. Different stand-up comedy show every week. New lineup every week. It's a good time. So come find me Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. I'll be at Maggie's Lounge or the Four House or Maggie's Lounge again. So hopefully I'll see you soon.